Hey everyone, welcome back to Dom and Jimbo's Album Swap, episode number 38. This episode we have two albums we're going to be talking about. The first one was recommended by my father over here. How are you doing today? Doing pretty well. How are you guys doing today? I'm pretty good. Uh, how are you, Daniel, over to my left? Um, I'm pretty good. It's been a long week, but I'm glad to do this today. Mm-hmm. So um, the first album we're going to be talking about is... One by a band I, I hadn't really heard of uh, before my dad uh, started talking about it. Um, it's a band called Queensryche. Um, it's their fourth album called Empire. They're sort of like a heavy metal, hard rock band. Um, so why don't you introduce why you picked this album and your history with it? Yeah, when um, I had first gotten into Queensryche, um, when I heard their album before this one, Operation Mindcrime, because it was... It's pretty well received in the hard rock community. Um, it was uh, a, what do you call it? A, um, uh, yeah, I can't think of the word. Wow, like it's a storytelling album. Like a concept concept, concept album. I couldn't think of the word concept. Yes, it's a very, Operation Mindcrime, even more than Empire, is it was a very big concept album because Empire is a concept album in the sense that it, it has a very, common thread of what they're talking about throughout the whole album but operation mind crime is like a story it's like yeah. a story of a specific person it's like a rock opera yeah it's more it's closer to a rock opera than just a concept album empire is more of a concept album straight up concept album but anyway so i started hearing about them and listening to them a little bit um and kind of understanding and seeing how kind of talented i thought they were they uh, I thought the singer was really good. I thought uh, the rest of the band was really good. Um, I thought they were technically a very good band. Um, and I don't know, I just got into them. Now, I didn't listen to them a whole lot after Empire. Um, I know they stayed around for a little while. I know they broke up for a while. I think they did that same thing that old bands do where I think they got a new singer at some point. And then, like, the original singer came back and then they fought again. It's, a whole, it's like the same story. You know, me being 48 years old now, 47, sorry, and, um, you know, seeing bands do this a lot in my lifetime, you know, it's kind of okay, you know, it's like happens with most bands, it seems that I started listening to when I was younger, so whatever, but definitely Operation Minecraft and Empire were, were two albums that I really liked. I liked Empire more because it was a little more polished, um, and which isn't always what has to happen or what, what is better but I think in their case it was um, it had a ton of hits a ton of videos on MTV on it um, and it just I listened to it a lot I liked it I played drums to it um, and it was just an album I really enjoyed um, not only when it was out but sometimes I'll go listen you know I'll go back and listen to some of it now and I still enjoy it um, I can understand why people may not like it Frog Rocky type stuff is either hit or miss with a lot of people. Like, just to use an example, and I'm not saying they're the same kind of band even, but Rush, like, I know people that love Rush. Like, oh my God, they're the best thing that ever happened. And I know people that can't stand Rush. Just for exactly the reasons that people love Rush. So it's like, you know, it's just whatever you're into and whatever your taste, you know, wherever your taste takes you. But it's, um, you know, it's a similar thing with Queensryche. I just, I enjoy their music. 
I, I appreciate their talent. And, um, yeah, I guess that's it. And I've been listening to them for a long time. And I thought, yeah, let me throw it out there and see what these guys think. Um, so that's why I did it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, so I guess we'll go to... I want to hear Dominic. But let's hear Dominic first. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, I didn't... I thought it was, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really frustrated at the beginning of the album, honestly. I really don't like the first... Ge- like, general, I, I don't like the first two songs. I don't like Best I Can or The Thin Line. Mm-hmm. Jet City Woman and Della Brown are, like, a little bit better, mm-hmm. but not very much. Um, then the three-song stretch that I actually kind of really liked was Another Rainy Night Without You. Empire and Resistance were all songs that I found to be pretty good to great, kind of. Okay. Um, Silent Lucidity, again, I it was fine, but I didn't... You're going to hurt my heart here. Really? You, know, you love that song? I love that song. Whenever we go out and do karaoke, people make me sing it because they say I sing it well, too. I, I can see that, but... Um, <laughs> I like that song. I, I understand why you would like it, but I don't know. It... It's fine. I mean, I get it yeah. could be a little much, I guess, so... I don't know if it's a little much. Like, I almost... Yeah, I don't know. The, I mean, the whole thing is very dramatic. It is sort of rock opera-ish, even mm. though I don't. it's not really that. Like, it doesn't really... As far as I could tell, it doesn't really tell a, a full story throughout the whole album. But, uh... Yeah, it... It, it was very dramatic, which was something that I didn't hate and that I don't hate in music most of the time, mm-hmm. but I did think it was a bit much on this album, and um, I didn't I didn't li- I didn't like every song. I honestly liked it a lot more than I thought I would from the first couple of songs. I thought this was gonna be not only dramatic and over dramatic and melodramatic, but a slog and a bore, and it wasn't fully that, mm-hmm. um, but it was too much of that for me to give it too high of praise mm-hmm. um I guess I don't know my, my least favorite song would probably be uh either best I can or uh maybe one and only cause I really didn't like that song either I thought anybody listening was one of the better songs uh too which mm-hmm. that sort of ends the ends the original version of the album yeah um, there are there are a lot of bonus tracks on the ones on the one on Spotify. Yeah, as they well did as a, a bunch of live versions. Yeah, and they um, added a bunch of live versions and a couple extra songs. So, yeah, I didn't. I I listened to the the three. Yeah, three bonus. Yeah, three bonus tracks. I didn't listen to any of the live ones. I didn't, and I'm just is Scarborough Fair like Scarborough Fair? Is it Scarborough Fair from? Uh, What's her name? Simon and Garfunkel? Oh, it could be. I don't know. Um, I, I gotta listen to that, because I didn't even know they covered that on this. If that's a cover. Yeah, I didn't find any of the, the bonus tracks to be that good. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there were bonus tracks while I was listening to them. I thought they were just part of the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I looked it up uh, when I was listening to it again, and I realized that they were uh, not part of the full album. And it, it I, 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 I like that uh, more, because anybody listening is a much better closer than any of those are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, but those aren't really part of the album, so I don't talk about them too much. Yeah. Okay. Um, generally, not awful. It honestly sounds like it came out in like the early 80s, but it came out in like 1990. Yeah. Um, which I was surprised to hear about. It, yeah, again, it's fine. I'm not the biggest fan of this genre, um, like hard, like hard rock, heavy metal stuff. I don't know. I can't find. I can't think of many, if any, off the top of my head, artists that I I love or like very much mm-hmm. in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of bands are are very talented, but. Yeah, not like that sort of metal. I don't find myself liking very much, like the more light metal like this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, not I get a it. Big fan of it. Uh, I get it. So, what do you got a grade on it? Probably a C plus. Okay. I'm feeling maybe a C on a bad day. Um, I um, that's kind of how I was, how I was feeling when I first listened to it, but upon uh, further listens and reflection. I, I landed on a C plus. It's fine. Right. Okay. That's cool. Uh yeah. Daniel. What'd you think? Um I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it was not my thing, really. Um you I feel like you kind of oversold it to me as a heavy metal album because I came into it expecting like screaming and Well I didn't that's why I kinda of backed off on a heavy metal. I mean it's hard rock and it's Prog rock, kind of. Yeah. It's not really heavy metal. I mean, it gets put in the heavy metal category because of the guitar sounds, I guess. I don't know. It's but just louder than most. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but you're right. It kind of reminded me of... Yeah, it's far from, like, Metallica or, you know, whatever. Kind of reminded <coughs> me of Rush, but louder. Okay. Um, and I'm... I don't, <coughs> I don't really know how I feel about Rush since I haven't heard enough of it. Right. To come to a consensus. Mm-hmm. But. What'd you think of this stuff? This was. There was some of it that was good. Mm-hmm. And there was some of it that was not good. I don't feel like any of it was bad, necessarily. Was it not was it not good or was it boring? Like did, was there a distinction there? Did you find any of it boring? Or did you find any of it? Just I found like some of it not good, good and not good. Okay. I found some of it not good. Alright, well what do you I mean, give a couple of examples of good and not good. I feel like if it's boring um, then it's not good. Hmm. I I actually don't like the song Empire. I think it's like I don't know, it feels cheesy and like I don't, I don't really know if it's your problem with that song. I kind of like forgot. I kind of... I don't like... No, that's... Cheesy isn't the right word. Um, maybe it... Like, maybe boring is the right word. Really? I feel like that song was boring. I, I thought that was one of the better songs because it had one of the highest energies um, of a song on the whole album. I don't... I don't feel the same way. Okay. I feel like it just... Like really bored me, and they were doing similar stuff than they were. I feel like a lot of the songs were very similar. Is okay. Another thing I have, but like the songs where they break out and do their own thing and do a different thing, is where 
this album really hit its, <clears throat> its, its stride, in my opinion. Like what? Um, best I Can, <coughs> I like that song. I think it's a nice, it's like a nice, uplifting, almost, like, passionate song. Like, it made me feel good. Like, And that's what yeah. it was meant to do, but it can also be con- con- construed as, che- as cheesy. Because it's like, I'm going to be the best I can, like, Yahoo. Mm. Like, it almost like, felt like... Uh, what like you said the other week, um, like overused like cliches. Cliches, like, yeah. Yeah, like, it almost feels that like song. I get people saying about it, about you know, saying that about yeah. it more than cheesy was the wrong word, right? Definitely. It but I get people. I would get. I would understand cheesy on best I can more than most other tracks. It is Inspiring cheesy, but I take cheesy <coughs> over boring. Insp- well, I agree. I find that song boring, um, but it's almost like lethargic, like. Like he just is like reading from like a like a self help book or something <laughs> like the most basic self help book in the world. Yeah, mm. I don't feel the same way. I feel like it's a like a nice uplifting song, <coughs> and like I I, I, don't I don't know I just like it. I think it's a good song. It's right, got a well, positive you can message. Like it. That's very cool. What else did you like on the album? I like the song Della Brown. Okay, and I like the song Silent Lucidity. Cool. I think. Uh, those are both really pretty songs, I think, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, and I really like that they strayed away from what they were doing on the entire rest of the album. Just so you know, Best I Can, Jet City Woman, Another Rainy Night, Empire, and Silent Lucidity were all singles off this album. Uh, Something better than others. Silent Lucidity was probably the biggest song on this album because it, I think it just did the best. Like, it was. Mm-hmm. It had a really. Um, had a really kind of memorable video on MTV. So did Empire, though. I mean, Empire is a close second, if not maybe tied for first with it. I don't know. Empire was big. Mm. Uh, but they did release a lot of other ones, like Another Rainy Night and Jet City Woman. Um, and I'm pretty sure Best I Can was a single. But, yeah. Um, just so you know, just so you know the background of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I had to give this overall album a grade, I'd give it a B-. minus. Okay. I feel like okay. none of it was like horrible, <clears throat> right? Which is good. Mm. There was some of it that I didn't enjoy, mm. and that I thought was like super boring, right? Uh, like Empire, I. Th- um. And there was some of it that was like I don't feel like any song was all- also great either. Like I don't feel like there was a fantastic song on this playlist. The closest, in my opinion, to a fantastic oh, song on this album. Is silent lucidity, mm-hmm. and I I think that's good. I think mm-hmm. that's really good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't quite hit fantastic for me. Okay. Um. But as long as there's no horrible stuff on it, mm-hmm. I'll B minus is good. I'm happy with a B minus. Yeah. Can I say that the mm-hmm. worst part of this album is the cover? That's one of the reasons I was like dreading going into it. Because it's was, it's like it's like weird pixelate like it. it why does it, it look like that when it came out? It looks like know. it was made in Microsoft. I mean, it game. looked like that, but I don't remember it being pixelated like that. Every version I've seen of it, like, yeah, online. Maybe it was. Like I that. don't know. It, I don't know. Like, did they think it was gonna look like futuristic? Because I mean, maybe like art like this was just sort of like coming around at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, video games have been around. They were a very also. I can tell you. They were a very 
I don't want to use the, the term avant-garde at the time because that's a little weird to say. But they were like, like unlike other metal bands, they like dressed nicer mm-hmm. and they like tried to look better. Not look better in like a rock and roll sort of way, but just like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. But And that's why I think they may have been more, had more of an eye on the artistic part of it, even on the cover. So maybe they thought that was something cool at the time. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking that at first because they put their name in German, and I was thinking that was very, like, almost kind of... Not, it's not in German. It's like... It's got a German got feel a, to it. And German is just like a naturally kind of scary mm. or like threaten, threatening language. Right. So I thought they were trying to be almost like... This might be weird to say, but fancy threatening. Okay. <laughs> fancy threatening. I feel like, like that's a weird... Rich kid. That's, that's, a, that's a weird thread to... to <laughs> and the way... No, the way... That plus the way they dress, they look like rich kids who are trying to threaten me. Um, yeah, I mean, it might not be far, far from the truth. But then I learned that the guy, that the lead singer of the band, was actually born in Germany. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. was like, okay, that makes sense. So yeah, he was born in Germany. He's just, he's just scarily fancy by nature, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> he's just German. If um, you happen to ever look at a picture of him now. He looks weird now. Um, like, I think he shaved his head. Um, Jeff Tate. Jeff Tate. Geoff. Yeah. Like Jeff with a G E O F F, I believe. Tate. Technically, he looks like an, he looks like an alien now. I don't know what he did. Geoff is how you're supposed to spell it. I believe so. I could be wrong. Oh. Yeah. See what I'm saying? He looks like a magician. <laughs> like this. I mean, that's a pretty nice picture of him. I, maybe he's tamed himself down a little bit. But when I last saw him, he had, like, like a haircut where it was like, no, that's not it either. He's calmed down a little bit, maybe. Maybe it was, like, ten years ago when I oh, saw that. Oh, this? No, that's him back in... This? Yes, that. More like that. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, this must be confusing for the viewers. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. Just, we're just looking at... We're <laughs> looking at pictures. I don't know. We're just looking at pictures. He's got... He's got, like, a... Bulky. He's got one of those bulky mohawks. Like mm-hmm. you know, how most mohawks are like kind of thin and pointy. Mm-hmm. He's got like the big bulky one. Like, like two thirds yeah. of his head is a mohawk instead of just like the middle. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. He yeah, like he a lot of eye makeup and weird goatee. Weird goatee. Yeah, he got really weird looking. And I think he. I don't know. I want to say I heard he came out. Oh. But that could be oh, totally wrong. I don't know. No, he's... Is he straight? He's married. Is yeah. he married? Well... All right, maybe I'll Well, I mean, you never well, know. Well, Elton John was married. So. <laughs> uh, That's everyone's favorite um, comparison. But anyway, yeah. <clears throat> um, so we'll get off this. Um, halfway decent grades. It could have been worse. Yeah. Um, there are no candle locks, so... That's like the you know who, the who really is. That's the substandard in this mm-hmm. podcast from now and forever. I have a feeling. At least you're not the, candle the, box. The cover is candle boxed here. Uh, well, okay. well, the cover is yeah, like the cover looks like I could make that cover like like the original Super Mario. 
Give me fifteen <laughs> minutes. Pixelate. Give me fifteen minutes in like Microsoft Paint, and I could probably make that cover. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, let's move on to Dominic's pick this week, which was the album from Alabama Shakes entitled Sound and Color. So Mm -hmm. give us a little bit of your background on this. So I was introduced to this album pretty early into my uh, listening, uh, music listening journey, I suppose. Like when I was like 13, 14, I listened to the song Sound and Color first song uh, on this album for some reason. I don't exactly remember why. I think it might have been on like a movie or TV show soundtrack or something. But I, I, I listened to the to that song and I, I really love that song. Um, and it, from that I heard more songs off, off of this like Don't Wanna Fight and Dunes and Guess Who and The Greatest and they're all like really great sort of bluesy, soulish uh, tunes. It's sort of throwback-ish, but also some new ideas um, that I really like. The vocalist, uh, Brittany Howard, who uh, sort of broke off from the band, I think temporarily, um, to uh, start doing her own solo stuff. She got nominated for, I think, a couple Grammys on that. Um, This past Grammys that just happened. Uh, So she's getting a lot of exposure. But uh, Alabama Shakes was already pretty popular. Of a band, and this this is probably their most popular album. They only have two albums by themselves. Um, Brittany Howard had a project before this called Thunder Bitch, um, and she released an album in that, and then two albums with Alabama Shakes, and then went off and made her own. Which I I love the album she made by herself. I've heard some of the first Alabama Shakes album. It's it's okay. I don't love it. I haven't heard any of <laughs> Thunder Bitch yet. Um, but this is probably my favorite thing I've heard um, from her. And I don't know that much about the other members. Um, they're all very musical, t- musically talented, uh, in my opinion. The guitar work on this album is pretty great, in my opinion, and the bass. Um, but, yeah, that's enough. Preface. Uh, I I'll go to Daniel first. What did you think about sound and color? I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. She's got like a. I'm not gonna say a nice voice because that's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. She's got like that raspy voice that I like for some reason. Yeah, that's why I like so much. Like that's why I like so much Motown stuff. Because mm-hmm. of the raspy voices, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, I like that kind of stuff, and that was very prevalent back then. Um, yeah, kind of. And that's that's what I liked about this album that her voice is like that. It feels more real, and it, it doesn't. Almost any other feeling, any other music to me, doesn't feel as real as that. Like, yeah, you're really good at singing, but you're putting on something that yeah. feels more unbared and i'm sure there are some people that have faked the raspy voice uh yeah i'm pretty sure i even heard about somebody who did like faked having a raspy voice for like 30 years <clears throat> but mm-hmm. it feels more real than just like even natural good singing like yeah i mean there's like a smooth pretty voices and then there's stuff that's more like this where she she still has like a very strong vocal range yeah 
but there's a lot more pain in her voice at points. There's a lot more. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a bit rougher. It, it's it's more of a soul voice. Like there's sort of more of a clean pop singing voice. Um, and there are there are smoother soul voice. Like Marvin Gaye is very like smooth. Yeah. Um, but then you have like like Otis Redding. And I like very, Marvin Gaye just fine. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I love Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. I but, uh, like Otis Redding more though because he has like the raspy voice. It all yeah. just feels more raw and real, and like it's somebody actually putting their all into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Genuine. It feels genuine. Genuine. Yes. That's what I thought about it. So I thought maybe that's yeah. what you were going for. Um, yeah. And yeah, like the band in the background is very good. It all gives me like very. I get the vibe that this is going for. Like, I get the vibe that this album is going for very much. She's trying almost to capture that old sound, but almost modernize it in a few ways. Mm-hmm. You know, she's using that old, old-timey old sound to resonate newer messages mm. and with newer, like, musical stuff. Right, um, and I think it. I think it works very well. So, what were some of your favorite, um, favorite tracks on here? I am going to Spotify right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So my favorite. I like the song "Sound and Color." I like the song "Don't Want to Fight." I like "Future People." This feeling. Shoegaze. I think that's pretty much it. I think those are all the songs that I really loved. If I had to pick any song that I didn't really love, it was Guess Who for some reason. Mm-hmm. Something about that song was just kind of boring to me. And yeah, I don't love I, that song. I wasn't really paying attention uh, that much. But the song, the song, this feeling especially, it like really resonated with me. Cause she tr- she touched on a <clears throat> she touched on a lot of topics in this album. Yeah. Um, she talks to she touched on uh, race and she touched on like gender. Yeah. She I don't know if she touched on sexuality. I don't think I ever really heard anything about that. Uh, yeah, not not really. But she talked about like women not feeling safe and black people not feeling safe. And, you know, I thought it was all very good. And this feeling sort of... And this feeling sort of encapsulated the gender thing. Um, I don't remember which song I specifically remember talking about race. I think it might have been Don't Want to Fight. Mm, Did no, that, I don't remember that. Mm, I don't remember. I remember one of these songs talked about race in that one yeah, of the songs I, I like. I don't remember which one, but yeah. One of the songs I liked to talk about was about race, and mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Guess who didn't really feel like it was about anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it has to be about. It doesn't something. It doesn't have to be. It just didn't socially, but it just didn't resonate with me as much. Yeah. Um. So overall, if I had to give this album a grade, I'd give it a B plus. I don't think it was quite. Yet, I don't think it was quite in the A's yet, but it was, it was close. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had a feeling you guys would like this album a lot for some reason. I haven't heard what Dad thinks. He might have hated it. 
But um, yeah, it's. I feel like it's. It was a very safe bet. <laughs> this one. Right. Um, yeah. So okay, yeah, you gave it a B plus. Um. So. Turning it over to my right over here, Dad. What did you think about Sound and Color by Alabama Shakes? As a whole, I liked it a whole a lot, a whole lot, a mm-hmm. real lot, very very much. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna just kind of echo. If I feel like almost a lot of it has been said already about this album, but you know, I can give my two cents in the fact that yeah, her her vocals are just amazing. Like they're they 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 touch you they like make you feel things they just the first thing you think is wow kind of like this is really deep and important Mm -hmm. and the band is really good she's really good like everything is just good about it like it's hard to i would have trouble like with anyone that said this wasn't not that you would have to think it was good, but you would have to recognize its impact and its talent. Yeah. You know, even if for some reason, like, it didn't resonate with me, which I guess it I guess it wouldn't resonate with everyone. There's so many different types of people in this world. And they're not like, I mean, their Alabama Shakes got really popular, but, like, I know everyone didn't like them, you know, so... Yeah, a lot of people, I think, really don't like Alabama Shakes for some reason. Yeah. Um, I just don't sure get why. it. Maybe it's just because I'm a musician and I hear what's going on, you know, and yeah. I think that's helpful because uh, I just it, realized... It could just be because, like, they got, like, pretty popular for a while and mm-hmm. everybody was just like, ah, they're not cool anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, the album as a whole is really, really good. Um, I liked... I'm going to echo again a lot of the same things... Pretty much both of you have said Sound and Color is really good. Don't Want to Fight is really good. Future People is really good. Uh, if I had to give two... There's only two I, if I had to say weren't great. Like, the whole album's great. There was only two that I found, like, a little less great. And, and one of them is the one that uh, Daniel said, and guess who? And I also wasn't that thrilled... I wasn't as impressed... Or thrilled with shoegaze, actually. I don't know why. Yeah, I just I don't, like, I don't like, um, guess who, shoegaze, or what's the other, uh, or miss you so much. Okay. Oh, yeah, miss you. I didn't like either. I forgot about that. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I know I didn't, like, say to myself, or, like, it didn't stick in my head that miss you was on the bottom, but it may have been, like, the third least, my third least favorite. But that's saying. You know, like, no, nothing on this album is bad at all. You know, nothing on this album is even mediocre. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's all really good. So to say that something's a little less than the others is just like, it's slightly not as moving as something like Sound and Color or Don't Want to Fight. You know? Like, it's just like, it doesn't hit me quite as hard is all I can say. You know, it's still freaking good. You know? Like, I would still be proud to say I wrote that song. You know what I mean? So it's really hard. But, yeah, and overall, I mean, just a great song. And just as an aside, I was telling Dominic this week, I definitely accidentally sort of discovered Thunder Bitch. I like Thunder Bitch more than this. Oh, really? Thunder Bitch is 
amazing to me. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, it, it's definitely heavier, so that's pro- there's probably something to that, obviously, because I'm usually like, a fan. It, it's more in, like, the rock. It's like, more. It's definitely more rock, even yeah. verging on hard rock. Uh-huh. Like, it mm-hmm. rocks. Like, it, like, you know, and that's... Yeah. And not that, not that Sound and Color doesn't. It just rocks in a different way. It just yeah, it's, it's it, a different it, kind. It's bluesy rock. rock as opposed to rock rock kind of. Thunder bitch just blew me away. Like yeah. I like I listened to that album. I might have listened to that more than I listened to this this week, and I was supposed to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> it just caught me. It's one of those albums that caught me, and I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. You know? Yeah. I have um, to listen. Yeah, because you said sometime this week. I, you didn't say much about how you thought about this album or whether it was better or worse than Because I try to avoid said. that. Yeah, but she said that she loved Thunder Bitch. Yeah. Um, I never really, I was always kind of interested just because of like the name and because it was um, Brittany Howard. But mm-hmm. I never heard much about it or like the quality of it. So I never like. Got I did a lot it. of reading. I wound up going down like a rabbit hole when I started looking into this. And. They apparently didn't play many shows. They didn't do a whole lot. They they played like secret yeah. shows, and they played like they, they apparently they played in some like where are they from? Memphis or they hang out somewhere particular like Memphis or Nashville or yeah. No, it doesn't. They have nothing to do with Alabama. I don't exactly oh. know where they're from, but wherever they're wherever they live, full time. They're it says they're from Alabama. Yeah, but they live somewhere else now or something. Maybe it was Alabama. Maybe it was like Montgomery, Alabama that I'm thinking of. I don't know. But wherever it was, they like would play at like some coffee shop there. You know? So it was like they kept it they purposely kept it really low key apparently. Yeah, it's I mean they were It says they were formed in at in Athens, Alabama. Okay. And it doesn't say anything about where they if they like moved. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was either Memphis or Nashville, Tennessee. Are you talking about Thunderbitch? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, Thunderbitch kept everything... I've read a lot about it. They kept everything very low-key. They played really small shows. They even went under a different name like to, to you know, hide their identity. They would play like just out of nowhere in a coffee shop. You know? They're so, Nashville, I think. It is Nashville? Okay. So yeah, wherever it is, they would play these like tiny little shows, and they just wanted to keep it low key. So I thought that was cool too. And the, but the album is really good. But anyway, Alabama Shakes is what we're talking about, and they're really good too. And uh, I'm gonna give this an A minus. Okay. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. This is just quality. It's quality music. It's good music. It's fun. It's got it's got kind of got all the things, and that's what I love about yeah, it. And in a very different way. And I know I bring up this band a lot, but it it hits all it hits all the places in me, kind of like Fake No More does. Like, mm-hmm. and I know you guys aren't as big of fans of them, and that's fine. But like, this hits all of my my music spots. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's why it gets such a high grade. Yeah, Thunder Bitch may hit more of them <laughs> than yeah. even this. Maybe one of us will recommend them. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, A minus, awesome album, highly recommended, and I'm glad I listened to it. I've heard, I've heard this, I've heard some of the songs on this album before, uh, but yeah. it's been a while. A and B, I'm glad I listened to the whole thing. Okay, so that's awesome. 
So now we come to the part of the show where Daniel is, as my favorite um, expression is, chomping at the bit yeah. to recommend. Uh, do you have yours? Are yes. You, you ready to go? All right, I you, have You it. go right ahead because I'm kind of debating. So This is going to be an interesting one, I think. Cool. Because I cool. think you guys have been expecting me to recommend this guy for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you're not but I'm not gonna recommend the album by him that you probably think I am. This is funny because okay, just go ahead. Uh okay. So I'm gonna recommend an album by Prince. Okay. Uh-huh. But it's not gonna be Purple Rain. Even okay. though I love that album. Uh-huh. I'm gonna recommend the Batman original soundtrack really? by Prince. Okay. Which is another album I like mm-hmm. by him. But not an album I've really talked about. Like, I've talked about 1999 a lot around you guys, and I've talked about Purple Rain a lot around you guys. I thought you were going to go for, um... I almost went for Prince, um... Is it around... What's the one that Raspberry Beret's on? That album. I can't think of the name of it. Was it in his original? No, Raspberry Beret was way after Purple Rain. Not... Purple Rain wasn't his original. What? Well, oh, it was way after Purple Rain? Okay. Yeah. Um... I can't think of the album it's on. Around the World and... News? No, wait, no. Uh, wait, no, no, it's not News. It's Around the World in a Day. Around the World in a Day, that's it. Ah, yeah. I I was thinking of recommending that as kind of a little different thing. Not this week, but it had crossed my mind. Because I actually like that album as well. Like, Purple Rain, to me, is his best album. But I thought about recommending that album at some point but Batman soundtrack huh you honestly that's interesting could still because I've never heard that album you should listen to that album yeah Um, but yeah the Batman original soundtrack by Prince alright do you know what you're gonna recommend yeah I think I yeah I can go Uh, well okay I I don't yeah I know what I'm gonna recommend too okay good uh, (laughs) well it's kind of funny because I didn't know he was going to recommend the Batman original soundtrack. And I also have a soundtrack. Oh, wow. Oh. Um, to recommend. It's kind of different, I'm sure. I mean, I, I don't know any songs. First of all, I'm sorry to cut you off, but is is the Batman soundtrack all him? Yes. Oh, it is. Okay. There's, a, there's a Prince album called, like, Batman. Yeah, so okay. Bat- okay. And it was used as the Batman and soundtrack. It, okay. And I don't know if every song Not every that was. That dance wasn't. No, I mean, I don't think every song... There's, like, score in, in the movie oh. Batman, too. Oh, yeah. But, well, I'm sorry, but go ahead. you got a soundtrack, too. Um, it's... I'm recommending a semi-seriously, because I do think it's it's great. Um, but it's also probably going to be kind of funny to recommend, which is also why I'm recommending it. So I'm going to recommend Minecraft Volume Alpha by C418. It is April um, Fool's week. I guess it is. Maybe uh, we could. Maybe so Minecraft Dash Volume Alpha by C four one eight C four eighteen. He's generally known by. Um, I forget what his. You're gonna need to send that to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, it's very electronic and ambient, but I think it's a very uh, good introduction to that kind of music because it is pretty simple. Um, and I think it's it's really pretty there's, music a lot of the time. There's no words in it, by the way. Yeah, it's like, it's all instrumental music okay. um, yeah. it, for a soundtrack. <laughs> but it's very... It, it's like ambient music, uh, basically. Kind of like new age music, but mm-hmm. different um, than that. It's not exactly that... I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, it's all, it's all instrumental. Um, 
and I really, I really love it, partly because I love the game, and I've played the game a lot, but I honestly think it's, there are a lot, a lot of the songs are amazing pieces of music on their own, mm. and great introductions to the genre, um, because of how, like, uh, accessible they are. Okay. So, um... That's my justification for recommending the Minecraft soundtrack. You got a soundtrack, <laughs> You know what? I am. Oh. It wasn't my original idea. I had another one, but I've had this one in kind of the back pocket for a while, mm-hmm. and I just hadn't gotten to it yet. But hey, let's let's do a theme week. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. If you two it's already come out with, with April, soundtracks, it's April Fools, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's April Fools about a soundtrack. Now this yeah. is a different soundtrack in a little bit, in a, in a big way, I guess, but comparatively to your guys because it's got a lot of different artists on it yeah but um it's all in the same genre it's all it's all um alternative it's all grunge basically so mine is the the singles motion picture soundtrack the movie singles okay yeah um it was from the early 90s it had matt what's his name damn it i forgot his name matt dillon that's it it had matt dillon in it Mm-hmm. And a couple of famous people that really, Bridget, Bridget Fonda was in it. Um, and you actually see the members of Pearl Jam and Allison, no, not Allison Chains. I know Pearl Jam's actually in the movie for a minute, too. <laughs> and I thought mm-hmm. someone else, but anyway. So it's got guys like, yeah, Allison Chains, Pearl Jam, Chris Cornell does a solo song on it, Soundgarden's on it, too. Uh, there's a Hendrix song on it, uh, Smashing Pumpkins. So, um, it's got a little bit of everything. So, So, uh, singles, the soundtrack to singles. It's going to be a very interesting show next week, because we have grunge, Mm -hmm. we have, like, techno instrumental music, Mm -hmm. and we have Prince. And you have Prince. Um, so, yeah, if you want to tune in next week and be all caught up, and tune in, and, uh, engage in the conversation, then listen to... Batman by Prince, um, Minecraft Volume Alpha by C418, and uh, the singles original motion picture soundtrack. Um, so, it's theme week. Yeah. yeah. Get excited. <laughs> um, you, if you want to, you can go to our Twitter and tell us what your favorite movie is. Mm. Or movie soundtrack. Or movie matter. soundtrack. Yeah, because I have movies uh, that maybe I don't necessarily like, but I like the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. like Batman. I don't really like that movie. Honestly, but. Singles was a kind of mediocre movie, but the soundtrack yeah. was really good. Same mm-hmm. thing with Judgment Night, that, which I yeah. started off the, the you know the the whole soundtrack mm. movement yeah. with that one. It, it is kind of weird verse. because like um, the Minecraft one is kind of different because. The, the Prince and uh, this one are sort of song Like, they're songs, mm-hmm. like normal songs that you would, like, hear on the radio. Right. But the Minecraft one is supposed to be, like, like sort of hang in the background-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, background music. Yeah, So, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's weird. But I, I really love it <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And I it, it's sort of like a part of my musical history that mm-hmm. I would like to expose you guys to. So, um... Just by the way, I'm sorry to cut you off again, but... There seems to be three songs on here that they won't play, so you might yeah. have to dig those out somewhere else. Yeah, I was gonna, I was planning on doing that actually. Okay, just so you know too. Um, 
Yeah, there's three songs on the single soundtrack that I guess they're not allowed to play for some kind of probably rights yeah. reason. I don't know why they wouldn't be able to play Mother Love Bone, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't that's know weird. why. That oh, some I don't know. It's so weird. They could have like samples in them. Maybe. It's usually samples or a rights issue or um, it's just like a song that they don't want on Spotify for some yeah. reason. Yeah, like sma- Like I know Smashing Pumpkins has like ninety percent of their al- like all 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 of their albums that I know about on Spotify. Yeah, but for some reason that one song is and like Wood from Alice in Chains was also on one of their regular albums too. Uh-huh. So, and not that that's not you can hear that on here, but like I'm pretty sure I know Chloe Dancer Crown of Thrones is on the Mother Love Bone regular album. Yeah. So I don't know what that's about, but anyway, you might have to do a little extra work digging those out. But yeah. Yeah, I'll listen to them on, like, YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, um, we'll see you guys next Thursday, and yeah. have a nice week. Stay safe. Get vaccinated.